Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This week's episode is brought to you by Charmed. For everybody out there in the dating world, it can get pretty frustrating trying to communicate online with someone you're interested in. How many millions of screenshots have you texted? How can you tell if he's a serial killer or just being weird? For that, there's this new app out there called Charmed. Charmed puts your friends inside your conversations on Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge so they can give you advice and call out Chad's red flags before it's too late. It'll make your dating life so much easier. The guys at Charmed are professionals who have come up with a way for you to share your dating app convos with your friends, and that's how you're going to get quality dates. And if you're not single, even better. You don't have to be single or on a dating app to use Charmed. Download Charmed, get your single friends to download Charmed, and help them get the dates they deserve, not Chad. Hurry up and visit www.charmed.app to get Charmed now. Your friends will thank you. Hello, hello, welcome once again to Bachelor Blab. I'm your host, Jackie Maroney, and it's been a while, guys. You know, I wasn't planning on doing any episodes in this Bachelor off-season that we have. I needed a little break, but there's been so much going on that I have to do a couple episodes to just talk about it all. And with me, I have Martha Soren. She's a freelance entertainment journalist for Refinery29 and Bustle, and she loves talking about all things Bachelor. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Well, I want to get your take on this season of Bachelor in Paradise as a whole. I mean, there's a lot to unpack there, but before we get into the specific couples and what is going on with them now, I feel like we kind of need to backtrack a little bit and I want to see like where you're at. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, well, the season was just filled with drama. Um, I thought it was really interesting because it was a lot of off-screen drama made its way onto the show. Mm -hmm. The Bachelor kind of operates in a bubble and this was really much like, you know, there was Instagram comments being talked about, you know, shows that they were going to talked about, all kinds of things. Yeah, no, I've actually talked about that a little bit in some other episodes where we are reaching a weird phase in Bachelor culture where the show is acknowledging that these people exist outside the show as like public figures. You know what I mean? It's not, yeah. Because normally they come on the show and even if these girls had aspirations of being influencers or whatever it is, they'd, ma- they'd be like, oh, this girl is a nanny from Los Angeles. She does. <laughs> and they'd kind of create this facade that like these are just normal people looking for love. And now is the first time that we're actually acknowledging that like, no, these are like kind of D-list celebrities now. And right. so it, it did make for a really interesting dynamic, but I do wonder how much of it was kind of staged and pre-planned versus how much of that is just how m- the way that the show is moving. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like Christina's entire appearance on the show seemed very staged to me because, you know, she had that whole storyline with Dean a couple seasons ago and then they brought her back to kind of confront Blake and her whole journey was kind of made to be about Blake, which felt a little bit inorganic to me. But at the same time, I think obviously Blake, you know, he did all that stuff at Stagecoach and, you know, the Bachelor producers didn't plan for that, but they probably loved it. Oh, I'm sure they loved it. And I think the only way to kind of get, I mean, they knew they had Kaylin coming on, which probably would have brought that to light at some point. But I think just bringing Christina into the mix made it 
bubble up that much faster, right? So like they knew what they were doing by bringing her on. And it is right. Kind of and bringing her on, you know, a little bit after. So there had already been a chance for Blake to go on a date with Tasha, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of stir all that up. Yeah, no, the, the devil works hard, but the people <laughs> who use the bachelor work harder. I know. They do. <laughs> um, so what were your opinions on the final couples because I'm going to get into kind of like where they are now especially Demi and Christian because I have so many opinions but so as far as I don't know if I'm missing any it's Hannah and Dylan Tasha and JPJ Demi and Christian Kaylin and Dean and Katie and Chris right doesn't that seem like a low amount of couples I guess not really but See, I felt like it seemed high because you know back in season one or whatever it was like one couple made it off the beach together you're right you're right uh, yeah and then I guess yeah, then we really only had, like, there was obviously Jade and Tanner. Yeah, but I, I can't even remember from that past season who left together. But I think what's going to happen now is that, in my opinion, I think the only couple that's really going to make it is Hannah and Dylan. She wanted, like, nothing to do with him at the beginning, so I can't believe they're, like, the one to make it. Well, I mean, I don't know if they'll actually get married, but I do actually believe that they, they're in love and care about each other. And I'm sure they'll have, like, a long-term relationship for a couple of years, but they're both so young to to think that they would actually like get married and have babies seems a little ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I heard actually, despite everything that Chris and, and Katie are, you know, still together. <laughs> really? Well, so they technically are still together. Although I kept asking myself in like towards the end. And then when it came to the finale episode and things, I just kept asking myself why, <laughs> you know what I like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Katie and Chris, in just, in my opinion, it's just the, I don't know. I just think Katie is putting in so, I mean, we don't know what's happening now behind closed doors, but at least from what I saw on the show, it felt like Katie was putting in so much effort to to like create something that like wasn't fully there. You know, she just kept being like, well, I I see what this could be. So I'm going to keep trying. And it's like, okay, well, if it could be, then that means it's not right now, you know? Like, so yeah. I think they're going to be the next to announce their breakup. I don't think they're going to make it at all. Yeah. Well, it sort of seems like, I remember when Andy and Josh had broken up, but they waited to announce it because Chris Souls' season was starting. Yeah. And they like, didn't want it to be like part of all that news. And I, it almost feels like maybe they already have, but are just waiting because there have been two announcements so recently. I know. Well, that's what I literally, I, that's what I think happened with Demi and Christian. I don't, do you go on the bachelor subreddit at all? I don't. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm scared well, of that. I, you should be scared because it is a, a place. Let me tell you, but I, I, I have a very boring day job, so I do spend lots of time there. And, but these people are very intense with their sleuthing. And they had predicted that Demi and Christian had broken up several weeks ago, if not months ago, but they were waiting for Tasha and JPJ to announce their breakup so they wouldn't be first oh, because there was so much speculation with the genuineness of Demi and Christian. What were your thoughts about Demi and Christian throughout the season? So I feel so conflicted about it because I love the idea of, you know, showing a same-sex relationship on such a big TV show, but it did seem like it kind of came from a dubious start because there was, you know, they were seeing each other, but then she started dating Derek in Paradise. Which Um, I didn't necessarily have a problem. Like, it... On one hand, it it all seemed very genuine in that, like, hey, Demi was honest. She said she was seeing someone before, but it wasn't very serious. She went on Paradise with an open mind. 
was still thinking about this other person because I was actually talking to, um, I think it was Lacey Mark, one of the uh, past contestants on the podcast. She was saying Christian would have come on the show regardless if Demi wanted her to or not. You know what I mean? That's true for the drama of it. For the drama of it, because if Demi had stayed with Derek and everything was going really well, I guarantee you the powers that be would have brought Christian on just to fuck with her. Like, remember when they brought Becca Kufrin's ex-boyfriend to, like, to- was like, her fantasy suites, right? It was, like, right at the end. Like, this guy didn't show up on his own in Peru. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) And so I think Christian would have found her way to the show regardless. I think that was always something they had in the back of their mind to do. So on one hand, I'm just kind of like, oh, well, this all see like, everyone's being honest with each other, you know? That's a very- believable situation for Demi to be in. She was dating someone. It wasn't serious. She went on, but I was like, oh wait, maybe we should be serious. But now seeing how everything fell apart so quickly, I am becoming skeptical of just like how genuine Demi was in her feelings for Christian to begin with, which I don't want to be like what taint, what tainted this really, what could have been a really great moment for the LGBT community, you know? Yeah. I almost feel like it doesn't taint it though. Um, because so many of the conversations they had on the show were so real and valid and, you know, they really gave a spotlight to Demi's struggles with showing PDA, which is very real. I'm bisexual. So like, I really felt a lot of these conversations she was having were real. And so I don't think it takes away from it. I do think Demi's very young and I think she, it does, it makes sense to me that she kind of moves on quickly from relationships because she is so young still. And also when you're newly exploring that part of yourself, it's almost, it almost wouldn't be great if she, you know, married the first person that she was kind of exploring that with because she, it's a new part of her and she's, she's embracing that. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. And I think that's, that's like really great to hear your perspective on that because, because that's not a a viewpoint that I guess I would have come to on my own, but that does make, because I do, I do what you're saying in that, like they still showed it, you know what I mean? Like they still on the screen and I was actually talking to when when this all came out that they had broken up I think it was actually on Halloween I was posting about it and I was with my my friend who's who's gay and I was like oh yeah people are kind of upset because you know they were wondering if it was fake blah 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 because now they immediately broke up and he was like well have no other couples immediately broke up after the show like why are you right. why are you holding them to a higher standard because they are the first same sex couple than all these other stupid couples that break up all the time. Like it's the same, it's just a stupid TV show. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. I'm like being so ridiculous. Um, But yeah, I think, I don't know. We'll see because I feel like it's, I'm actually glad that I'm speaking with you because you seem a lot more level-headed and reasonable about all of this. And I've just been like sleuthing in the bachelor subreddit where all people (laughs) are freaking because I don't know have you how far have you like deep dived into this whole Christian and Demi thing because well I saw that her sister posted a comment on Demi's Instagram so I want to know because because that's why then I'm kind of like okay well it would be one thing I get your point of you know Demi is still super young and exploring her sexuality it probably didn't make sense of her to get married to the first person she's exploring this with like natural course of events they broke up she moves on. But because there's been such nasty things going on between Christian sisters, there was that comment on her Instagram saying not desperate at all. And then one of her sisters also posted another 
photo and it was like maybe if you eat all of your makeup you'll be pretty on the inside too oh my gosh <laughs> that's paradise so it's like there was no way to like misconstrue that as being anything else other than about this and then Catherine do you remember Catherine from Colton season she didn't really make it very far but that's how Demi and Christian met because yes yeah Catherine unfollowed Demi on Instagram. So I okay. I do kind of think Demi did something really shitty and I'm wondering if we'll ever find out what it is. I mean, I'm sure we will eventually because there's so many people in this Bachelor Nation world that it'll it'll be on someone's podcast at some point, I'm sure. I hope so. Well, there are rumors that Demi's dating Nick Vile. Oh my God. <laughs> they, well, I know they've been good friends now ever since she was on his podcast a couple times, but... They they were spotted on Halloween like together. So I could totally see that happening. That really? would make a lot of sense. Really? Wait, can you elaborate yes. on that? I just feel like they're both very similar people. Like as far as what you can tell from the show, like they both have that kind of like biting sense of humor. It kind of gets misconstrued into them being like a villain. And they have seemed, you know, even when she was just friends with him and going on his podcast, it seemed like they were like pretty close. So I wouldn't be surprised if it led to that. Yeah, but it just kind of like Nick Vile is a 38 year old man. And oh, me, is it oh, ridiculous? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Because, <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, I see how, and they're both so opportunistic, it sounds yeah. like, for kind of, you know, continuing to climb based on the platform that they were given from this show. So I, yeah, it would make sense. I don't know. I'm just, I'm very curious. I'm wondering if you have any ideas or anything that would have happened between Christian and Demi, because it just seems like it's like, it's all building up. And I hope by the time I release this podcast that, cause it probably won't come out until next week. I want to know. I want to know. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't address it. I don't know. I have no idea. It seems like Christian was very genuinely involved in this relationship. And it seems like she may have gotten her heart broken, which is sad. Yeah. But, you know, she entered into a crazy world, and I don't know if she was ready for that. Yeah. No, I mean, I think Christian feels – I mean, and she's not saying it. I feel like she's letting her sisters do it for her, which is smart. And Yeah, very classy of her. (laughs) No, very classy. Do we think Christian could be the bachelorette? Uh, No. (laughs) Oh, okay. They would – they would never let her be the bachelorette. Oh, uh, why? That, I mean, because they wouldn't do a whole season of, of a lesbian bachelorette. They just wouldn't. I know. They couldn't, I, even, they couldn't even make Mike the bachelor. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I know. That was fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm but like, if another network part. wants to swoop in here and get Christian for their own dating show, would watch. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I would watch that. And I do, I've always said this too, you know, we, we still haven't had our, our first bachelor of color and hopefully that's coming soon but as people also like say well what if we had a gay bachelor or a lesbian bachelorette or something and i do think it would be it it would definitely change the show a bit like the dynamics of it but i think that would make for really interesting television because all of the people in the house spend more time with each other than they do with the actual lead so i i feel like it would be just natural for other dynamics and relationships to develop in the house. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would kind of be like bachelor in paradise where you end the season with maybe several relationships and people love bachelor in paradise. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. That could be very, very good. All right. What, what network should we hit up? Um, Oh gosh. Yeah. Uh, is there anything to discuss about Tasha and JPJ? I mean, they broke up. It was announced. Um, were you surprised at all? 
I wasn't surprised just because yeah. I feel like, you know, they broke up on the show. They got together after the show. It was already kind of, you know, not a super stable relationship because mm-hmm. they did have that breakup. And I think that it was probably a fun relationship, but it didn't seem like it was maybe a go the distance relationship. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I think also too, Tasha had seemed to have all the power in that situation. Yeah. Like it was just, yeah. And that's obviously never a good way to start a relationship. Speaking of, I want to talk about, we touched on all of them. I want to talk about Kaylin and Dean before we talk about like this next season. Cause clearly you have opinions about our choice of bachelor. Um, <laughs> Kaylin and Dean, they see, I seem to be, I'm kind of obsessed with it. Even though they're both just opportunistic people, it seems like they're like this, they're like this like evil villain couple that I'm like kind of obsessed with. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm not going to lie. I'm a huge fan of Dean. So why? I just, I don't know. I know. I know. I've gotten in so many arguments with my friends because they're like, he's such a like, you know, he'll just like take your heart and break it. And I was like, I know, but I would let him take my heart and break it. <laughs> I mean, he's very, he's very attractive and he definitely has that it factor about him. I've met a couple people like this where like, there's nothing like he's a good looking man, but there's nothing about him. That's like particularly extraordinary. It's just, well, I think you could say the same for Kaylin. It's probably why it works. Sure, sure. But I'm just saying with Dean, I think he has a very good way of making the people around him feel very special because he has this allure of like, oh, he's Dean. Like, I don't know yeah. what, I don't know what it is, but some people just have that it factor where it's not, it's nothing like objective about them. It's like, in essence, that like people are just drawn to them. And when you are connected with them, you feel like good and special. Like, I don't know. He definitely has that thing about him where everyone just like giggles at the shitty things he does. And they're like, oh, (laughs) that's just Dean type. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But he does, I don't know, him and Kaylin, as much as I do think it is, they could be in love and spending and enjoy spending time together. But there is a business aspect to this relationship that I think they both are aware of that they are more powerful together than. Yeah. I mean, they went into each other for Halloween. They know what they're doing. Oh, of course. Yeah. But if they both have those same priorities and they are both ambitious in that way to kind of monopolize on this platform that they've been given, I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with that. If they still care for each other and are having fun together you know yeah I think if they both are in it and they know that and they're in that together then it's okay if Kaylin was you know 100% invested in marrying Dean and starting a family with him I would maybe be like okay is he like leading her on is he using her but it seems like they're kind of using each other totally and I think that's fine because I don't think at least I mean I don't know Kaylin but she doesn't seem like she wants to settle down and get married and have babies like she moved to LA. She's doing the, the influencer thing. Um, and being with Dean is a great asset to that. Yeah, for sure. She released a, um, I don't know how they decide which of these contestants end up doing these things. Cause I didn't really think like Caitlin wasn't particularly popular after her, her season with Colton. And then, you know, Par- I guess paradise with Dean, she had a bit of a redemption arc, but she released some capsule wardrobe with some company or something like doing similar things that Hannah G is doing. And it's just always very interesting to me, the people that get those opportunities. I don't know if it's just like Kaylin, like behind the scenes, like hustling and like getting in front of those opportunities, or if she's, or if people are reaching out to her to do these things, but she seems to be one of the most successful people from this uh, franchise, as far as like 
monetary opportunities go? Yeah, I mean, it might be a lot of hustle behind the scenes, especially, you know, if Dean's kind of showing her the ropes of how to handle an influencer life. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Because Dean, Dean is fucking brilliant, dude. Like, he – okay, he's not. That's That was aggressive. But. <laughs> You're giving him too much credit. I know. But, like, he – just travels around and like every now and then posts an Instagram ad and gets more money put in his bank account and then just keeps traveling around. Like that is the dream life. It really is. I think people make fun of the bachelor contestants for leaving behind their day jobs, but like we would all do that in a heartbeat if someone was going to pay us just to post Instagram photos. Of course. It's truly the dream. And then, you know, a lot of them do go on to like start like little boutique businesses and things like that. If you just didn't have to think about what you could do, if you didn't have to worry about like day to day paying the bills, you could actually focus on doing cool shit, which seems like a lot of the ones that are doing it. Yeah, you're right. We shit on them, but I would do it too (laughs) in a second. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's talk about before we, I let you go. Let's talk about the new bachelor because you clearly have opinions on it not being Mike, I agree with you. I am really, really not excited for this season. Of course, I'm going to – I say this every fucking season. I'm sorry. I, was, I need to stop cursing. I'll cut that <laughs> No, I never. Every single season that I'm annoyed with the pick and I'm not going to watch. But we know we're all going to watch. So, like, it's – Yeah, I feel like the thing about this show is that it almost doesn't matter who the lead is because all the real content is driven by the people that they cast. That's so true. Um, I mean, it would have, I mean, Mike was right there. Like it couldn't have been any easier for them to, you know, make this huge historic leap. And I think he was like, he's attractive. Like he is, that's what I was saying to one of my friends is that he is someone, he's a little bit older, which I think is a benefit for a bachelor. He's a lot, he seems to actually want to find someone and get to be in a relationship as opposed to all these other past bachelors that we've had where it's just kind of been like Colton was just so opportunistic with this opportunity. I didn't believe for one second that Colton actually wanted to and was ready to be in a relationship. And I guess I I think pilot Pete wants to be in a relationship too, but yeah, you're right. Mike was right there. And I just think Mike, if you put Mike and Pete, I keep calling him pilot Pete, but I guess that's awesome. (laughs) If you put them side by side, I just think Mike is the objectively, like, more attractive person. Whereas, like, Pilot Pete is just, like, he's so, I don't know. He's just, I mean, he's he's cute. He's, like, that nerdy And he looks guy. like every other bachelor. Like, he looks like Ben. He looks like Nick. He looks like, you know, he's, he's not distinguishable at all, except right, that he's a pilot. But we've already had a pilot, so. Right. I feel, I just feel like we've seen the season before. We know how it's going to go. I do agree with you, though, with, the, when it comes to it's so much more about the contestants than it is about the lead. And I do like, I've always felt too, that the best seasons are when the bachelor is the worst. (laughs) Like one of my, one of my favorite seasons. And one of the first seasons I got into was Ari as the bachelor, just because it was so funny to me. (laughs) Like, yeah, well, he, and he was like a blank slate. There was nothing going on with him. So it was all about the women around him. Yeah. Well, I hadn't watched the show in a while and this is when I like got back into it and then started doing this for work and stuff was with Ari season. And I was watching, it was, I remember the, the episode was premiering. The first episode was on new year's day. So I was home. I was with my family. My sister was watching it. So I just like watched it with her, like kind of passively, but I felt like I was watching a parody of The Bachelor, but 
I was actually watching the actual bachelor. And that's what like really drew me. And I was like, this is a joke. Like this is the man from burning love. Like that comedy thing that made fun of the bachelor. Yeah. Like, how is this the real show? And then I was hooked and like had to keep watching it. But that to me was the best season. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do think because I've been watching since like 2010, it's okay. changed so much and it kind of makes fun of itself now which is yeah. what makes it more fun to watch because you're like, I can't believe this is happening. They're totally typecasting this woman on purpose for this thing. And it's just, it's a little bit more fun. And so it's more aware of itself, I think. Yes, I do agree with you that I feel like every five years, the show changes a little bit because it has to just keep up with like how, because I think viewers get really, sm we've gotten smarter as time has gone on and we like understand how this reality TV thing works. And if they don't change how the show is aware of itself and how it presents itself, like it would just be dead. And yeah, I for sure. do a good job of that. And it just goes back to acknowledging that these people are like, I don't know, like what we were talking about before in the beginning of uh, when we were talking about paradise, like how the show acknowledges that these people now exist outside of the show. I don't know. It's cause it's weird. It's like weird now that the girls come on the show, like out of the limo and they're like, I am happy. It was you. Like I stalked you on Instagram and it's like, yeah, well, some of them have even met them before they yeah. get on the show. Yeah. Yeah. So overall, will you, you'll watch pilot Pete. Yes. I absolutely will. I can't not. It's so good. Yeah. Are you happy about it? I mean, I think that they could have gone with Mike and it would have been a better season. Um, I don't think Pete will bring anything especially special, but as long as they cast a good group of people that make it interesting and smart and funny, I'll be there every week. I think they know that. I think they they have us hooked so deeply that they could literally say like a potato is The Bachelor and we'd be like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> And all the women would show up with potato puns. It would be great. I know. All right. Is there anything else that you want to talk about before I let you go? I don't think so. But I want to say I give Chris and Katie one more month. Okay. That's valid. I kind of agree with you. I mean, I do think they'll be the next to announce a breakup. It's just kind of a matter of timing at this point. All right. And where can people find you on Instagram, on Twitter? Where can they read your articles? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Martha Soren. There's two R's in Soren. Um, and then my articles are on Refinery29, Bustle. I tweet them all the time. So if you follow me on Twitter, you can see them. Amazing. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciated you taking the time and I loved hearing everything that you had to say. This is fun. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Yeah. Have a great rest of your day. You too. All right. Bye. And thank you guys, my loyal listeners, for once again tuning into Bachelor Blab. Like I said, we're going to do about eight episodes through the end of November, beginning of December, kind of covering all the happenings of Bachelor Nation, a couple more interviews with former contestants, things like that before we go into the new season, Pilot Pete's Bachelor season in full swing. So we'll probably have another episode released at the end of this week. So keep your eye out for that. As always, follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Jackie Maroney underscore and also Bachelor Blab has an Instagram now too. So it's just at Bachelor Blab. You should follow us there as well to be up to date. And thank you guys so much. I will see you next time.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.